0: Uh, welcome back, Nebraska Athletics Podcast. Jeremy Foote, joined by Brian Rosenthal. Uh, we're recording this on Thursday, Valentine's Day, two p.m. here at uh, Memorial Stadium. Uh, Brian, I assume you were—I actually, I know you were at basketball <laughs> last night. Um, yes, yeah, it right behind you. That's true. Uh, what uh, What'd you think of the game? And I think it was good to see the boys uh, get a victory. Well, yeah, I think that's the biggest thing—is just
1: the sigh of relief. Obviously, they were excited to end that seven-game skid, but. I don't think they were, like, too overjoyed or as far as celebration or anything like that. It was more of a relief. Obviously, they were happy and then did celebrate, but I think now they can just say, okay, finally, we got that W. Let's go from here and see what we can do, and hopefully it's not too late. Ideally, you would have liked to have that game maybe a week ago against Maryland and then come back and, and see what you can do from there, but I guess it's better late than never uh, there's still opportunity ahead of them. They play Northwestern at home on Legends weekend on Saturday. And they're at Penn State. But the real big issue for Nebraska is, it's a, it's a good issue, is the fact that they're at Michigan State. They're at Michigan before they play Iowa at home to close the season. And those are all big opportunities for resume building, quad one victories. And you've got Purdue at home, too, before those Michigan games. And, uh, yeah, but... The, the the road games are the, uh, oh, the yeah. because on the road those are like huge yep. huge opportunities right there but yeah produce produces well Purdue is, yeah, a quad one opportunity at home <clears throat> but there's so many chances out there still and Andy Katz was on Big Ten Network last night talking about this too is like they they've got a pulse they're not dead. And I think last night, if they would have lost that game, they would have been dead. I I, I think that was that was the be-all, the end-all. That was do or die. And and they did, and they're alive, and they, they do have a pulse. And again, it was just good to see them. They played well. They played together. And I thought that was two games in a row they played that way. I thought at Purdue last week on Saturday, they, they did play better and, and did some things that we saw them do earlier in the season. And I think they're finally coming to grips without... Isaac Copeland and figuring out who goes where and I, I think that's you know finally becoming a normal thing for them so let's see what they can do from here uh, there's again there's still opportunity out there and still a month to go almost before the um, NCAA tournament
0: yeah I mean I, I don't it would be great if this team could uh, go 500 but that would mean they would reel off uh, they'd go undefeated the rest of the way I don't know if I see that happening um in the league anyway, 500 in the league, but sure, you're sure. still, you're, you're two games out right now of Minnesota for eighth place in the league, which I think if you finish in the top 10, you're gonna have a pretty good shot at, at making the tournament, plus mm-hmm. getting that, moving up the standings um, helps you when you get to that Big Ten tournament, avoiding that day one of kind of the, it's not really a playing game, but um, that first that first round bye, I guess, is how you, how you phrase it. Um, uh, you were talking about relief. I would guess, out of all the players and coaches, Glenn Watson might have been the the one that had the most relief last night because mm-hmm. during the skid, Glenn has definitely struggled a little bit, for, especially from the field, scoring the basketball. And last night was was kind of vintage Glenn Watson of outside, inside, attacking the basket, and he um, looked really good. And I'll be honest,
1: I didn't know if we would ever see that again from him. I was really starting to to wonder if there is you know, something maybe wrong with him physically or mentally or whatever that, gosh, are we ever going to see Glenn Watson again? And, and sure enough, we finally did. And that was, that was great to see because if Nebraska is going to stay in this and make a run, they have to have him play like he did last night every game. He can't take any games off. He can't have any off games. He has to do what he did last night for Nebraska to have any opportunity. And he, I, I think he'll – he'll do the best that he can to do that and i think he'll embrace that opportunity and you know when you're a senior and you're staring down the last five games of your career it really starts to kick in and he's definitely in that position so is james palmer i thought we saw more of the regular james palmer last night too so you know those two players have to be on Mm -hmm. and then you know who's your third guy now well that can vary game to game but those two guys have to do what they did last night, game in and game out. They, they can't have any one for eleven games or get in foul trouble or any of those things. They they have to be on each of these last, you know, five games, six games, whatever it is, and play to their potential like they did last night for Nebraska to have any opportunity here.
0: Yeah, and uh, very good game from James, especially hits the two free throws at the end. Brady much to seal it. Uh, Early on, got into foul trouble, though, when we saw Amir Harris, who has had some ups and downs this season. A lot of it, nothing to do with him. He had mono, so that really takes a toll on him. But it seemed like that was one of the best games he's played since probably October, November. Um, Mm -hmm. I think Tim alluded to it in a post-game show. Jake Muehlheisen said the same thing, that they thought that's the best he's played in in quite a few months. So that's a plus sign, too. Maybe he's finally kind of getting back to 100% and having that extra guy off the bench will really be helpful um so yeah as you said uh saturday night teams at home again seven thirty tip at uh pba hosting northwestern it is legends night which uh for those that don't know that's kind of when they welcome back uh all kinds of different alumni um men's basketball alumni um they'll introduce those at halftime and um one specifically is someone you're going to be talking to to Today, You want to fill us in on that and what people can look for on the site this week?
1: Yeah, I'll be visiting with uh, DeDag Um He played, gosh, it's been almost 10 years now since he's been here. He was part of the uh, itty-bitty committee, as they called it. One of Doc Sadler's, probably Doc Sadler's best team. Uh, I'm going to say the year was 2008, 2009, or 2009-10. You know, one of those two years. I think it was the 8 09 season. I have to go back and actually look. But... Uh, They had a couple of heartbreaking losses at home that year, one of them to Texas A&M. I remember Josh Carter hitting the three-pointer at the buzzer. Um, And there was a controversial call in that game. We didn't even talk about the controversial call last night in the Nebraska-Minnesota game. But uh, I guess you and I were talking about, before the podcast, about that. But I remember there uh, being a couple of those calls in that game against uh, Texas A&M. They lost that, and it probably – probably kept them out of the NCAA tournament there might have been maybe they needed another game in there I don't know but it was a really fun team to watch Paul Volander was on that
0: team Um, uh, Sec Henry same area let's see um Hart Hart Hart, Harley yeah um Cookie Cookie Belcher nor Cookie Miller yeah
1: so uh, yeah I'll be talking to a day and I'll have a story on Friday on the website and it will be uh good to hear what he's up to and i know he's been staying in lincoln and rehabbing an injury and it's always good to see that this former student athletes are feel welcome to come back and and meet with nebraska's trainers and strength staff and use facilities and, and that's what he's been doing at the hendricks center this week so yeah
0: i'll uh, have a story on him on on friday and it'll be good to catch up with him so uh Staying in basketball and speaking of teams with uh, an opportunity tonight, um, the Nebraska women's basketball team is at playing at Maryland tonight. Uh, Maryland leads conference eleven two. Huskers are kind of in this middle congestion at six and seven. So it's it's Maryland eleven and two, Iowa ten and three, Rutgers nine and three, and you go Michigan State seven five, and then it's Michigan, Purdue, Northwestern seven and six, and then you've got Northwestern or sorry, Minnesota, Indiana, Nebraska, Ohio State all at six and seven. So basically right now the Huskers are kind of in the bottom half of the division, but they're basically went away from being in like fourth or fifth yeah, place. Yeah, it's a, a muddled mess. It really
1: is. And again, you talk about opportunity, there's there's chances there for Nebraska to to move up the ladder in the Big Ten and and maybe even secure a top four seed for the Big Ten tournament, you never know. So, and their their season's a little bit shorter. They don't play the 20 games like yep. the men do, but they still have opportunity ahead of ahead of them to um, at least make a noise in the in the Big Ten and, and finish high in the conference. I I think they probably have a lot of work to do if they're going to worry about the NCAA tournament, but. Uh, they they still have an opportunity for a young team to finish strong, and it seems like they've had a different a different player step up each game and and have a big night, career night, and um and then you know maybe not hear from that player again for yep. a couple of games. So it's 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 somebody different every game, and uh, it eventually in those young teams you'll you'll see them kind of even out and have those games together or not spread out as much. So hopefully that will be uh, the case for the Nebraska women here.
0: Yeah, and they're, they have five games left on the season. Three of the five are on the road, which sometimes you'd say, hey, I wish we were playing majority of those games at home. But I think as we talked about last week or the week before, the the team has been, in conference anyway, just as good, if not better, on the road. as some of that scheduling, but still. Um, so, they, yeah, they're at Maryland tonight. Then they're back home on Sunday against Michigan State. Then a week from today, they visit Northwestern. Then they've got Iowa on February 25th at home, and then they end the season at Penn State. So uh, each of the next four games are against teams that are either they're either tied with or ahead of them in the, in the in the standings. And then they end the season at at uh, Penn State, which Penn State currently uh, three and nine, so they're uh, roughly two and a half games behind the Huskers in the standings. So uh, yeah, definitely lots of room left for Amy Williams' team to you know make a little bit of noise and move up the Big Ten standings and. You never know, get on a run here at the end, and maybe we're looking at another back-to-back NCAA tournament runs for them. Um, That'd be great. Yeah, would be. Um, Year three, let's see, year three for Amy, correct? Yes, it is. Yeah, Yeah. She made the tournament in her second year. Yep. Um, Well, let's move over to sports that, um, well, one sport that hasn't started yet this season but kicks off tomorrow, and that's uh, Nebraska baseball they uh their season kicks off tomorrow in uh, Riverside, California. They've got a four-game slate against uh at UC Riverside. Uh coach Darren Erstead's group, uh Darren will be visiting a former teammate of his, Troy Percival, who coaches at UC Riverside. Uh they'll be playing one game tomorrow, Friday, two games on Saturday, and a game on Sunday. Um I know you just had a you've had a couple pieces lately up uh, about the baseball team, uh, fairly young group. Um, if I'm remembering right, they've the starting rotation will be some new faces this year. Not not necessarily a new face in Chad Lindsman that's going to get the ball tomorrow night, but uh, Chad missed had Tommy John last year, mm-hmm. um, so was out. I think they. I think the starting rotations combined for more Tommy John surgeries and career starts. are <laughs> close to it. Yeah. So. Let's see. So we've got Chad Lindsman, um, three Tommy Johns. Nate Fisher's had it. Reese Eddins has had it, and. Mm-hmm. Fingers crossed, Colby Gomez doesn't ever have to have it. But he he freshman, so another new face. Freshman that'll be getting the ball on Sunday. Yeah. Um. So I guess what what uh, for people that haven't kind of read what you've been writing lately about the baseball team, what uh, what can they get on Huskers.com and kind of find out about the, the 2019 Huskers.
1: Well, the the first story of the week was was talking to Chad about his uh, you know comeback from Tommy John surgery and. How they're really, you know, he's really been eager, and how he's been feeling. He'll be on a, like a fifty to seventy pitch count. Uh, they'll probably do the same thing with um, the freshman Gomez, who I, I think they really like. They want to see what you know what he can do and get out there and uh, and do on the mound. He's a big kid, six four, two twenty five, and, and he's a position uh, player too. I think people see him playing the field a little bit. Okay. So and then you know the the kind of the, the lighthearted part of it is the. Uh, the, the nerves that they'll that they'll see from the players and Darren joked about how he'll be laughing at them in the dugout to, to try to loosen the mood because he he knows that they're with all these freshmen that there's going to be some nerves and it's kind of funny hearing some of the uh, returning players talk about their first experiences and, and their weak knees and their shaking ankles and uh, just some of those types of things so they're going to uh, I think be good leaders for the young players and you know, help them realize, again, this is a game they've been playing for a long time. It's it's the same thing. So, But you can only say that you, you can't do it for them. So until they yeah. get out
0: there and see what it's like, it'll be interesting just to, to see how they react. So, Yeah, it should be a interesting weekend. Um, I believe that if you, if you go to our schedule page, it sounds like those games are actually going to be streamed uh video streamed live on uh big west tv there's a link on our schedule page for fans want to watch that otherwise um we'll have audio of uh the husker sports network call both on our app and on uh, huskers.com um and select husker sports network radio stations around the uh around the state will have those as well. So um, the other team that's in action this weekend, uh, just kind of staying with a stick and ball sport is the Nebraska softball team. They're heading out to Raleigh, North Carolina for the ACC Big Ten Challenge. Um, Sounds like there's gonna be a lot of rain out in Raleigh this weekend. I know they've already changed their schedule. Um, They're playing NC State and Pitt. Pitt. They're playing uh, NC State and Pitt both tomorrow. Then they play NC State again on Saturday and then Pitt on Sunday. Um, they were supposed to play Friday, two Saturday, one Sunday, but it sounds like it's going to rain all day Saturday, so we'll see how many games Ronda Revels' group gets in. Um, I believe both the NC State games are streamed on the ACC Network Plus, um, so those that have ESPN, you may be able to log in and, and watch those. Uh, otherwise, um, Husker Sports Network will be out there as well, calling uh, all four games. Can listen to those on Huskers. com or also on the official Husker app. Um, Brian, anything else? Kind of, I mean, we're getting close to spring football. Any uh, anything else that you're kind of looking at for that, or uh, any kind of other featurey type of stuff that people can be looking out for moving forward?
1: Uh, next week, well, what's the entire month is uh, Black History Month, so I'll have a story on. Uh former Husker Bob Brown talking about some of his experiences here in in the 1960s and, and how he was accepted and coming from an all-black community in, in Cleveland and this is his you know, first experience around uh, white people so he tells some fascinating stories. I'll uh, have one on him but as far as football probably another week or so before we uh, really dive into the, the current football team but they're still in winter conditioning right now and uh, March 4th is the first day
0: for spring practices. Yeah, we'll have Other than just spring practice, we'll have a little bit of football news as um, Scott Frost, for the first time in basically three years, having to replace an assistant coach, Mike Dawson, just uh, accepted a job with the New York Giants, which I don't think you can blame a guy for doing that. Um, So yeah, uh, it'll be interesting to see what uh, Scott does, because basically his staff was intact for... Both years he was at uh, UCF, and then that whole group came uh, came with him up here to Nebraska. Um, other than adding Barrett Rude last year, when the uh, coaching staff uh, was able to add another full time coach. Um, I guess if, if you're if you're Scott Frost, what what's your uh, what are you looking for most? Uh, somebody that can coach, somebody that can recruit, or are you want everything? Well, I, 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 I haven't talked to Scott to,
1: to know what, what he wants. I, I, I personally would want a little bit of everything, mm-hmm. and obviously recruiting is a huge part of it. So you can't, um, we can't lean too heavily on just the X's and O's. You you need a a person who can go out and get players and who who wants to, who enjoys it. I think there's a difference between going out and doing it and uh, going out and really enjoying it and wanting to do it. So I think it's important. Uh, I think probably find another younger guy I think would be would be cool Um, and to keep it that way with the with the staff the way it is the it's a fairly uh, you know fairly young staff Mm -hmm. so I'd probably look for somebody young again but uh, we'll we'll see here Uh, my guess is it'll be done sooner than later with spring practices coming up so I don't think we'll have to wait too terribly long but uh, yeah I know Mike will be missed and he, he made a very positive impression, in the one year he was here on, on the players that uh, played for him here last year. So we wish him the best, and again, that's a that's a great opportunity, and it's part of the game nowadays. Uh, uh, sure, staff continuity would be nice, and uh, it helps a lot. But when you're good, you're good, and you're going to get opportunities like like my got. So uh, you you can't expect that to to stay this way forever. So we wish him the best, and uh, next man up, as they say.
0: Yeah, so a lot of uh, content on social media from Husker players, specifically uh, players he worked with. And it sounds like he made quite the impression on him on yeah, his yeah. little over a year that he was yeah, here. Ben Stilley so. was one of them that said something on yep on social media on Twitter. So that's always good to see. Always good to hear. So yeah, wish him the best in New York. Other than the two Sundays a year when he plays my Cowboys, I. I don't hope his defensive line has a very good day those two days, but otherwise, yeah. other than that, good luck to him. Um, the, uh, one other sport I wanted to bring up that's kind of getting towards the end of their regular season is the uh, Mark Manning's wrestling team. Uh, big win for them last weekend at home, beat Minnesota twenty-one to eighteen. Um, got a pretty big test for them this weekend. They are at on the road at oh, number two Ohio State, who just. Uh, was uh, battling number one penn state last weekend so uh huskers husker wrestling with a big uh big challenge this weekend on the road in columbus um that duel is on sunday 1 p.m central time it's on btm plus um and then the huskers are back home next saturday the 23rd uh 7 p.m they're hosting stanford so kind of a, a different non-conference matchup to end the season and then it's uh it's postseason time for them they'll be going to big ten tournament and then uh NCAA championships. So uh, best of luck to Mark Manning's crew this weekend in Columbus. Um, Brian, anything else just uh, other than the A-Day a day piece, anything else this week fans should be looking out for? Uh, that's about it for right now. Okay. I'll
1: have a QA and a up on uh, one of the student athletes from the, from the uh, rifle team. So okay. I'll be talking to Samantha Peterson on uh, – they have the NCAA – Qualifiers this weekend,
0: so have a Q&A with her as well. Rifle, very interesting sport. Uh I don't know if a lot of people know, but it's actually a co-ed sport that we only have it for women's rifle, or we only have female athletes on our team. But given that it's not really um there's no real physical um there's nothing that a man or a woman has any kind of physical advantage in, so it's actually a lot of the teams we we compete against actually have male and female competitors Mm. um so yeah i found that found that interesting i i don't think there's any other sports that are like that that i'm aware of other than i don't know is there any you can think of Uh, uh, i I guess i I don't know what equestrian i assume is a female slash male sport but i'm not sure um so yeah that'll be that's a for those that like to kind of find out about some some different niche things um I encourage you to read Brian's piece on that. And I'm I'm interested actually to read uh, your story on a day because I remember when he played here and be interesting to hear what he's kind of been doing in his time since uh, leaving the Husker program. Um, And it would be good to see him back at, uh, well, I guess he never played at Pinnacle Bank Arena, but it'll be good to see him at Pinnacle Bank Arena on Saturday. Yeah, looking forward to seeing him as well. So, I think that's it for us for the week. Uh, Get out, cheer on your Huskers. Uh, We'll be back for you next week. Uh, For Brian, I'm Jeremy. Uh, Follow Brian on uh, Twitter, GBR Rosenthal, and uh, read all his content online at huskers.com. Till next week, see you later.